Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast coming at you here. End of the week. It is almost the weekend. It's Friday. Hey, Chip Daly, how you doing? So many Fridays. Uh, doing. Friday. Yep. How, are, yep. how art thou doing, Dan? Thou art, thou art great. We have some news to share with the Mastiffs. News. Yes. Do you want to share the news? Uh, uh, I think <laughs> I'm going to let you do it. I think okay. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. What, what's going on? <laughs> we are... Moving our show to two days a week instead of three for the time being. I'm just going to try it out that way. Probably longer episodes. There'll be Tuesdays and Fridays now instead of Wednesday, Friday. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, we're just going to try it for a little while, see how it goes. Uh, maybe a little more quality to, quality to the episodes. Um, I guess you and I had the discussion that for Monday's episodes, whenever we did that, we felt like we missed news that happens on Monday. So we're going to move that to Tuesdays and then keep Fridays. And yeah, yeah, two two days a week instead of three. Back and better than ever. Yep. <laughs> also, I want to get to the biggest news of the day. And what is that? Uh, you know what it is, sir. <laughs> uh, yes. I listened back to Wednesday's show, and I was robbed of a point. Yes, you were robbed. I think so. It, the 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 game we played on Wednesday was the Instagram game. And okay, so let me explain it. I'm listening back. And I don't know why this thought didn't go through my head when we recorded it, but I was supposed to pick whether Justin Bieber or Nike had more followers on Instagram. I picked Justice Bieber. You told me no, counted it wrong. And then you moved the top eight on out of the top 20 to the second round. Um, And Justin Bieber was in the second round. So I'm like, okay, how does that make any sense? If he, if he was lower than Nike, Nike wasn't in the second round, but he's in the second round. So I texted you and I said, hey, you messed up. I definitely had one more point. So anything you want to say about that, Chip? Uh, yes, I, apologize? I was going to say, but then you cut me off. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, yeah, so I think I think what threw me off is you kept saying Justice Bieber and I just got so distracted. <laughs> and then Because you said something like, oh, I should have picked Nike. And then you're like, Justice Bieber. And then, you know, so yes, I apologize. Justin Justin Bieber has more followers than Nike. So you do get another point. I think you had 10 points then. 10, 10 out of 17, so even better. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, now I'm going to quit ranting. About we make all mistakes. The, all the things that make me upset. I, I've been venting a lot this week. I think I might need to go have a therapy session. Or something or okay. Something like that. Control my anger issues. This is your therapy session. <laughs> you know, it's free, at least. Or yeah. I get paid for it. <laughs> it's even better than therapy. Okay. Pennies a day. <laughs> <laughs> News out of the MLB. Uh, this is your story. Why don't you take it? Ooh, my story. Uh, well, I guess we'll just, uh, you know, a little continuation on what we mentioned the last a few other times, that the MLB still wants to start in July. The players are hesitant on that. And speaking of players that are hesitant on it, Blake Snell, um, pitcher, probably the best pitcher on uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, has come out and said that, uh, he will not play this season if he has a reduced salary because he, quote, says the risk of getting COVID is just not worth it. Um, his base contract is $7 million, and I would guess he'd probably get like $4 million or something if he plays half the season or maybe half. He said he doesn't want to play if that's the case. Yeah, that's, I don't blame him. I, I, yeah, I, I really don't blame him. Um, I think this whole – the whole social distancing regulations, even if like businesses open back up and all that 
sort of thing and we get back to quote unquote a new normal, I think social distancing will still be in effect yeah. until the end of the year at least. So that being said, uh, the virus would still obviously be a risk if that was till the end of the year. So if these players are going to go out and play, they're obviously going to be risking it. They need to get paid full salaries if they're going to do it. TV ratings, especially if there's no fans in the stadium, TV ratings are going to go through the roof. We mentioned the UFC on Wednesday, and I said they knocked it out of the park. I was looking. They had the highest-rated card in the history of the UFC on uh, Saturday night. Do you think part of that, though, is because they were the only sport that's been played in 60 that days? Has, that has something to do with it. <laughs> but not having any fans, I mean, they had the highest-rated card or the most pay-per-view money I think ever made on one event in oh. UFC history. Also, it was the highest bet on card ever for gambling. And it wasn't even like huge names, was it? No, these are guys that probably are like, you know, they're not the champions that are on the card. These are like the second tier, probably, you know, like the, probably like the fourth or third or fourth, fifth best uh, UFC fighters in the world at yeah. their weight class. So, I mean, by no means did they have like the big names like McGregor or Khabib. Um, they had, like I said, I think it was Dustin Gaethje that was uh, the the headliner on that one. And he's kind of like a – I would say he's probably like second or third in his weight class um, as far as popularity. And they had the highest rated uh, pay-per-view or television rating ever in the history of the UFC. And they had the most most dollars ever spent gambling on the event ever. So wow. – um, <laughs> It's actually I mean, nuts. They're gonna make a lot of money if these if these sports events come back. So if it, if we're talking about baseball, yes, you're not gonna have ticket sales. You're not gonna have concessions, whatever parking, whatever tickets cost, whatever it all adds up to. Like owners can make money on, but the TV is gonna pay you, and it's gonna be watched like it was never watched before when it comes back because everybody's gonna be at home. Except like we're not gonna. The players won't be getting that money. No, I'm saying the players should get that money. Oh, yeah, yeah. So pay the players what they're going to make, even if they're going to play half the season. If they're contracting for $100 million this year, give them $100 million. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, well, nobody's contracted for that much. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. if a guy's set to make $10 million this year for 162 games, give them, give them the same amount if you play 82 games. Because the TV ratings are going to go through the roof this year because people aren't going out to the movies. People aren't going out to eat. Like, they're getting takeout going home and watching TV with their family. Like, I mean, Netflix, I'm sure, has been watched a thousand times more in the last month or two yeah, than I think it was. I did see a normally. stat about that. Like, it's way up. Yeah. I don't remember so, the numbers, but it's up. So television viewing and any sort of streaming that comes to your house is way through the roof right now. So if MLB comes back, pay your players. I mean, and baseball is the, baseball is the sport that makes so much money anyway. It's ridiculous. Like just pay your players. Yeah, they should. I don't know. That's that's my yeah. opinion. I, I don't that's know. The only way, that's the only way these players are going to risk it. Because like I'm talking about, the bottom 15, 20% of the players are only making like, they're making less than a million dollars, most yeah. of them. They're not going to go out there and risk that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, anyone on like their initial deals are not going to be making very much. Yeah, or like a, you know, um, an eighth or ninth batter in the lineup that's just a defensive guy, he might be making $1.3 million this year. Yeah. Well, if he gets cut in half and he's only going to be making $750,000 or something like that, like 
no, he's not going to risk it. He's not going to risk it for four months. Just set out the year, come back next year and make 1.5 million on her or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you mentioned in one other episode a few weeks ago, like I'm sure some of these players also have like asthma or some other conditions. Yeah. Another reason not to risk it, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of things to get through a lot of things to work out as far as the return of sports, but Yes. We're going to get there, and we're going to get there together. We just got to do it together and all come to an agreement on how it should be done. With that, okay, um, another sport, NBA, a couple pieces Sports. of news coming out of this. Uh, I heard a report that the NBA players, I talked about this Wednesday, uh, retired players said they should just scrap the season like Shaquille O'Neal and Reg Miller came out and said that this week. Um, the current NBA players, especially – some of their stars have come out and said that they want to finish the season regardless. Uh, sorry. I was drinking some coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, so a lot of the stars have come out and said they want to finish the season. doesn't matter what it takes. But I, like, like I was just talking about with the lower tier athletes, what are these, what are these guys that are making minimum dollars going to say about it? Like, I think they're going to be more in favor of just scrapping the season. Yeah. Like, or, obviously, your LeBrons and your uh, Greek Freaks and your Kawhi Leonard's, Paul George, the guys that are possibly winning a championship, they don't want to lose a year where they won't have a chance to win a championship because their career is only going to last so long, especially a right. guy like LeBron that's in his last probably four or five years in the league maybe six, but um, if he loses this year, not to even have a chance, it's just one more chance that he doesn't have to, you know, cement his legacy by getting another championship. Right. Yep. So obviously the stars are going to be in favor for playing the rest of the season out, but I, I would think like the mid tier to lower tier guys in the league are not going to want to do that. So I don't know. It just seems like a sticky situation. Hopefully we can get this done. I heard also that the NBA, if they do come back, will most likely play without fans. And I think yeah, they would be sh- smart. And I think they would be shooting for July. But obviously, the t- TV ratings are going to go through the roof. They're going to get paid the rest of their contracts, you know, for the year anyway, um, because they're going to have the whole season done. So it's not a situation like that where money's an issue for the MLB. I would actually be, I would actually think if I was betting that I would say that the NBA probably returns before MLB. Because I think there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be pushback from the players in the MLB, yeah, almost like a lockout where it's gonna push the date back. The NBA players are most likely probably closer to being ready yeah, to come ready back. Ready to go, yeah. Especially when they started getting in the gym at the beginning of May already. Like yeah. they can have individual workouts and all that stuff. So, I mean, they're starting to get ready um, individually. Then maybe some team stuff can start at the end in June, and uh, we get playing by July. So. What they should do, I just had this thought. So they've talked about just finishing the season in Vegas. They should just go like in the middle of nowhere, like Wyoming or one of the Dakotas. So there's no exposure to any people. Test all just the athletes. On a, no, go on just, an island. Go yeah, buy an island. Just go to somewhere <laughs> in Fiji or something. I think Dana White was saying that about the UFC. Like they're going to buy an island and just go. Or he has an island that he owns or something like that. He's well, just going to go there. So I've been, watching, well. yeah, I've been watching Survivor this season. They've been going to Fiji like the last five seasons i think or something and they just basically have an island that they use for their competitions yeah so they should just get an island you know maybe hawaii just buy one of the islands yes. or rent it for the year just build like three <laughs> basketball courts yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah that's all we have need. solved it 
We've solved it. There's the answer. Show. There it is. Yeah. Maybe they can uh, build some uh, basketball hoops on Mars too, and we'll ship everybody over there next. Sure. Space Jam Three. <laughs> um, one last thing on the NBA before we call it quits. Wrap segment one. New balls. That, new balls. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to get All right, tell me, tell me the information on this. Oh, uh, the information I know is that um, Spalding, the uh, the current ball that's being used, is no longer going to be used next season. It's going to Wilson. Wilson. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm super pumped for this. Okay, so if I'm if I'm being honest, I've played uh, when I was in my playing career. We always used Spalding as well. I was not a huge fan. Spalding has come out with some new technology in the last couple of years that has made it better. Um, the ball that they're using in the NBA, I don't even think it's the best Spalding ball on the market. However, um, most colleges use Nike, I believe, okay, or Wills, or, or Wilson. I think in the NCAA tournament, they are required to use Wilson. And I think Wilson is honestly the best basketball on the market today, in my opinion. What makes like, it better, I, in your opinion? Like, okay, so I... Does it have every, more bounce? Every basketball that I've bought, um, pretty much since I was in high school, has been a Wilson. And uh, the bounce has nothing to do with it, because you're going to have the air pressure. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to tell you that right I'm now. I'm just kidding. But it's, it's just the texture and the material on it. Like, you don't want a slippery basketball. And sometimes Spalding can be really slippery, in my opinion. Wilson has a way of making like the uh, texture on their ball a little more tackier. Uh, it looks pretty much the same. So the looks are still fine because you're still looking for the same thing. Like they all still have the same color tone basically to it. But as far as like texture to it, when you get it on your fingertips and that's what, what you do with a basketball, like you don't have it in the palm of your hand. Like people call it palming, but you don't have it in the palm of your hand. You control it with your fingertips. I remember like that, that is, from third grade basketball. <laughs> yeah, that that is the key to it all. So you don't want something that's gonna slip out of your fingertips if you start to squeeze. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So when it starts to slip like that, you could be bringing it up for a shot and all of a sudden it slips out of your hand. You could be trying to make a pass and it comes off wrong. Uh dribbling it, you might just not have quite the same control because it starts to slip off your fingertips the wrong way. Um, Wilson has always been the best brand in my opinion, uh, at least for the last 10 years, I'd say. And every time I use Wilson ball, I definitely have more control than I do if I have been using Spalding. So that's just my opinion. I'm excited about it. Uh, I think it's a really good call. I think, um, I think Chauncey Billups or maybe Jay Williams was on ESPN last year and he like got a sponsorship by Wilson to like go and promote them. I believe, and he was he was saying the same thing that he thinks Wilsons are like the best, like have the best technology for when it comes to basketball. So I would be in agreement with that. So I think it's a really good call by the NBA going that way. Um, I'm excited to see that. Yes, new balls, can't wait. You don't want old balls; you want new <laughs> balls. On the Fish and Chip podcast, that's Chip Daly over here, over there, Dan Fish right here. Check us out on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod. We're also on Spotify and Anchor. Follow us, listen to us, hear us. And uh, we'll, let's head over to segment two and let's talk some NFL. How about that, Chip? No! Okay, see you after this. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. I'm Chip Daly alongside Dan Fish. Woo! Shout out Maui, Hawaii, the island. Because we were talking about islands. Uh, Alo- yeah, you know. Aloha! Aloha. Yes, I, you know, Hawaii's nice. Shout out you Maui. Always, I've been always there. always try to say hello in the, in the native tongue oh, where boy. we shout out, right? Yep, yep. You said hola last time from yes, Mexico City, so uh-huh. you got to say uh-huh. aloha. Aloha. Right? That, that means hello, right? I think it means hello and goodbye. Oh, okay. Well, aloha and aloha. 
<laughs> Aloha, Aloha. <laughs> what are we talking about now, Dan? What are we talking about now? Um, I'll tell you what. T.Y. Yeah. Hilton came out uh, recently, and he said... Um, <laughs> came out recently. He came out recently and said he wants to be a cult for life. I know, we're going to just try to bypass that real fast. <laughs> Here, let me break the awkwardness. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Lies! He's out of Mountain Dew Kickstart. I am. That is something <laughs> else. Uh, I guess... We have to think of a new sponsorship until I get more con- uh, kickstart. So, no, this is all uh, yeah. the more reason to get sponsors. So they keep sending you some. Just say, this yeah, is where, yes. I need, I need it. it. I need more to... stuff. Dan needs do hashtag on Twitter. Get us, uh, get Mountain Dew to follow us and uh, sponsor us. Show at Fish and Chip on. Anyway, okay. So T.Y. Hilton came out and he said, I want to be a cult for life. He's on the last year of his deal. Um, that means he's probably not going to be traded, in my opinion. Unless he wants too much money. Well, I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking is if he's going to come out and say he wants to be a cult for life, there's either two ways to think of it. That either he's trying to make people not make people think that he's a good guy, even though he might leave them or like request a trade uh, or force them into a trade by asking for too much money. Or he's trying to get the Colts to extend his deal right now so that he doesn't have to worry about it. In my opinion, the Colts should probably ride with him. I mean, I, it yeah. feels like they're it feels like they're all in this season. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Ha- I think they'd have him this season. Well, they should have him this season, regardless. Well, they got him under contract, so I'm saying if they, the only way they wouldn't have him this season is if if they trade him. Yes. And I mean, they drafted a wide receiver. They drafted uh, Pittman out of USC, I believe. Uh, they drafted Jonathan Stewart or Jonathan Stewart. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, is it? <laughs> Who's the, the running back? back? Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Um, they signed Philip Rivers. So, I mean, it just kind of feels like they're all in this season. I mean, they still got Eric Ebron, right, at tight end? Uh, I, believe, I believe so. So, it just kind of feels like they're putting everything together uh, with a good offensive line. Uh, I think they're really trying to make a run and make the playoffs this season. I think they will if uh, Rivers can stay healthy. Um, so it would make zero sense for them to trade him now. And if they yeah. don't trade him now or they don't sign, re-sign him soon, um, they're going to be in a situation where he's going to just walk or they're going to have to franchise him. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he's talented enough. They should just keep him, especially since yeah. he says he wants to stay there. But, but he's, he's probably getting close to being 30 or, or so, wouldn't he be? Yeah, I think so. Did you see the second part of that quote? He said he's going to retire after his next contract. Well, I would assume so. I mean, like, like I said, if he's if he's pushing thirty, if he signs a four year deal, he'd probably yeah, he's thirty years old right now. Uh, he will turn thirty one this season. So if he signs a four year extension, that would take him to the time he's thirty five. I mean, that's oh, that's, that's pretty old. Right. That's pretty old in the in the sport of football, you know. Yeah. Honestly, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, and then I guess uh, what was it um, later in the day, or I guess Wednesday? The Rams, or <laughs> something else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the jer- new. So Rams got new jerseys. This is the one that I feel like you've been teasing the longest, and we've just been waiting because they they switched yeah. their logo like what two three months ago it feels like it's probably like they switched their logo before anybody came up with a new uniform and yet they're the last team to come out with their new uniform right yeah yep 
we'll tweet so, pictures of them. Um, uh, what are your initial thoughts, Dan? Nope, nope. You're gonna go first. Oh, okay. Um, so when the LA, the new LA logo thing came out for the Rams, we both kind of said this looks like it could also be Chargers. And now yeah. their new new jerseys look like they stole the Chargers blue, um, like the color rush blue. And they're blue and yellow, just like the Chargers. So both L.A. teams have the same colors, play in the same stadium. Kind of weird. Um, Very the, weird. Yeah. Um, the helmets, I think, are super cool. The metallic blue and, the, like, the, the yellow horns. I like the color of it. I don't like the horns anymore. I don't yeah, like the, the break in the horns. The horns are – yeah, they're kind of weird. I don't know what they're supposed to look like. Um, the jerseys themselves – I don't know. I've they feel like a college jersey kind of. I think I said the numbers on them. They have that gradient, like yellow to white. They look like on the home on the home uniforms. Yeah, the the away ones or the white uniforms are not. Yeah, on the blue ones, on the home ones, they have like that gradient, which looks like they belong in the Pro Bowl. Because I think the Pro Bowl had some like that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. You're totally right there. Yeah. Um. And then the the other thing, the weird thing on both of them is they just added a patch on like the left shoulder or like left chest. Yep, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have an explanation for that. It's like how the NBA has their ads on that side. Yep, that's exactly just... what they're doing. They're uh, uh, they're just putting that there now so that if uh, the NFL passes a rule where they can put logos for like a team or a business to sponsor them, that's where that patch is going to go. Except they don't have their team name anywhere else on the jersey. <laughs> they just have a patch that looks out of place, especially on the white jersey, which they call bone white or something, because it's not yeah, truly does white. Does it kind of look? Yeah, doesn't it kind of like have a gray tint to it? The white. Yeah, it's like a creamy white. I wouldn't even say cream. I think it's more gray than anything. Maybe they call it bone. Yeah. But speaking of the white ones, then they have some white stripes around the horn, which. I don't know. The two whites together, the whitish gray, the bone color, and the regular white look weird to me. And the white patch looks even more out of place. Like, they just forgot that they need their name on there, so they just put a sticker on that says Los <laughs> Angeles Rams. Yeah. All right. Here's my opinion on it. I had very low expectations for when they would come out. So, when they when I saw them first, I was honestly, like, not as bad as I thought they were going to be. But that means I was having, like, on a scale of one to one hundred, my expectations were like fifteen. Okay. So if they if they came out and I maybe rated them a thirty, it blew me away. You know what I'm saying? Like they were twice as better than I thought they would be. You know? Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're still good. You know? So, um, I like the blue. I don't like it as their main blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've I've, I've always liked that uh, royal color blue but i don't think that should be their main color i, know. I think the best uniform that they have that came out was the blue with the gold pants like they should never go all blue i think that looks dumb like the, white, the actual gold not the yellow gold yeah like the st louis colors oh no, no 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 they no i'm saying like the new uniform colors i think their blue blue top with the yellow pants looks the best of the three options they have oh on okay that, yeah. on that tweet you sent me the all blue uh, looks just like too much. The white, I like the fact that it's not just like white. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I like the bone. The bone color impresses me. The numbers just seem a little too plain. Like I said, the horns on the helmet kind of seem dumb to me, I guess. But um, somebody did say something on Twitter, and I'm going to give you credit for it because you, you found that tweet first. But 
it was pretty amusing. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. Um, <laughs> the what? What is this uniform looks like? It looks like oh. a hat. <laughs> Uh, looks like a Best Buy or and or IKEA <laughs> jersey. Looks like a Best Buy worker trying to make the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like basically the same Best Buy, Best Buy blue and yellow. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just funny when you said that to me, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're all right. I don't. I'm not gonna like sit there and bash them like we did with other uniforms. Yeah. Um, I guess back to, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> back to the bone white. I, I still just think the white stripe, like the true white stripe looks weird with another shade of white. Is that another shade or is that just like mesh? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. on the thigh? Like you mean on the thigh versus like on the outside of the pant? Is that it's what you're like talking a, about? It's like a stripe down the side and around the shoulder pad. It's white. I guess so. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but I guess uh, until I really see him on TV or yeah, on TV, I guess I don't really know what to say about it yet. Yeah, the true white. That's what I, I see. What you're saying, yeah. Yeah, and the numbers on those white jerseys have these weird, like they try to add the horns. I think in the numbers somehow, like the horn curves. Kind of weird. Like, like on the front of the uniform you're talking about? It's on the numbers, on the front and back. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah, blue lines. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I, I didn't see that before. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know. That, it's that might unique. be too much. Yeah. I don't know. I guess until I see him on TV, this is one where I'm like, eh, it's all right. I'm a traditionalist where I've always liked the Eric Dicker, Dickerson uniforms. Like those are those are the best uniforms. Yeah. The thing, the thing that I really don't like about them is just the helmets. I think that they never should have touched the helmets as far as the shape of the horn and they didn't really do too much to it. So I guess I get it, but uh, yeah, that's the, that's the only thing that disappointed me too much, I guess. But I'm looking at a picture right now of the helmet just like straight on from the side. I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's all right. Um, but, yeah. I'm surprised there weren't more options cause they have so many different colors. Like they could have Navy, you know? Yeah. I'm um, glad they did away with that, that like Vegas gold Notre Dame type gold color yeah that was, that's the gold i thought you were talking about before the yeah one in st louis that they had remember when they would still have their white uh uniforms recently and yes. they would have that gold on their shoulder pad but that they would was have the like ugliest the, thing but they would have the they would have the regular blue colored helmet <laughs> yeah it always looked <laughs> like they had a mismatched <laughs> jerseys like they forgot to bring yeah. a certain piece with them or something i'm very happy that i won't ever have to see that again so yeah All definitely right. well uh, if there's nothing else, then Chip, I guess well, let's get to game time. I got a fun one for you. Uh, I guess real quick, I'm seeing a video on uh, Twitter of Cooper Cup <laughs> in the new jerseys uh, playing some golf and uh, washing his car or something. So that's something. Okay. Check him out. Cooper Cup <laughs> at LA Rams. All yes. right. Um, this is Fish and Chip Pod. Uh, we're coming back. Segment three, game time next. Adios. Aloha. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is game time. Fish and Chip Podcast coming at you on a Friday. Friday. Chip Pod on Twitter. Chip Daly over there. Dan Fish right here. Uh, once again, real quick. No episode Monday. Just Tuesdays and Fridays. Hi, 10 a.m. So. Yep. 10 a.m. Now nah, we'll release it at like 11 p.m. JK. 10 a.m.
10 a.m. Tuesday, next episode. Two <laughs> days a week now. Two Cutting back. Quality, not quantity, right? Yes. Somebody once said that, I believe. Okay. What's so, this game? You ready for the game, sir? I am ready. I want to hear it. I want to play it. I want to, yeah. Okay. So I had, I had like a fun, like trivia game, I guess, that I did a long time ago that I thought would be fun to try out on you to test your knowledge of famous sports events that have happened in the past. Okay. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a quote. Quote. From a historic event in sports history. Abraham. Oh, okay. So I'm going to give you this quote of what the announcer or commentator, uh, play-by-play person said. If okay. you can either give me, you know what? This is how we're going to do it. If you can <laughs> give me, if you, I have ten of these. So if you give me the name of the person that said it, I'll give you a point. And if you give me where it's from, I'll give you a point. So it'll be a total Ooh. of twenty points. So you'd have, so you wouldn't have to like necessarily know who said it, but if you told me like, oh, it's from this World Series or this Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Can I just be vague and say it's from football? Well, like if you if you know like who played in the game, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, you boy. might not know the, you might not know that it was from 2000, but okay. you might know it's between this team and this team. So if you can either give me where it was from or like what year it was from. All right. So are you ready, Chip? Yes, Dan. All right, here's the first quote. And then I'm going to give you a softball to begin. A little softball. lobster, as we used to call well, it. I hope it's the Minneapolis miracle. Not quite. I did think oh. about putting that on the list, but it is a miracle. Miracle so nice. the quote, The quote is, do you believe in miracles? Yes. That would, that would be miracle on ice. The Olympics. What year was that? Was it 1980? Yeah, it was 1980. Good job. Was it Al Michaels? It was. I'm giving you <clears> two <throat> points. Ding, ding. That's that might points. be the only one I'm going to get right. Um, yeah, well, you're off to a good start. I wanted to give you a lobster. All right, now baseball. This is good. The Giants win the pennant. Gosh. Who said it or where it was from? Is that even famous? I feel like that's been said many times. The Giants win the pennant? <laughs> that's really that? famous. It's like the, I think that's on the list that I was looking at. I think that was like number two or three for the most what? famous sports calls ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! I, I thought even, you would know this one for no, sure. No, I can't even picture this in my head at all. Okay. Uh, is it from the seventies? No, no. Eighties. <laughs> Let me give it to you. Yeah. All right. It's Russ Hodges back in 1951. I never would have got that. <laughs> all right. Here we go. This one you might have a chance at. Little roller. A lot. Okay. Sorry. Little roller up along first Behind the bag Gets through Buckner Mm, Is this the one where the ball Just rolls right under his legs Yes I will give you a point for that And he doesn't like it's an easy grounder Yes it was I believe the No that's not the one where the Mets won I don't know I can't can't picture the team It was Boston That was the word and the curse kept rolling You know what Uh, I'm saying Okay yeah, the Red Sox. Do you know what year that was? 1986. Oh, boy. Do you know who's, who, who was on the call? No. It was Vin Scully. Told so you, I'm, not, I'm not going to know any of these announcer names. You should, though. All right, here we go. So you're, you know what? You're 50%. You're 3 of 6 so far. You're doing fine. Somehow. 
Yeah, because I gave you Miracle on Ice. All right. <laughs> In your life, have you ever seen anything like that? That's the quote? Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like that could also pertain to many things. Yep, I know. It was a basketball. Do you want me to say it? In like the in like the inflection that he did it. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. In your life, have you ever seen anything like that? Nope. Didn't help. Um, <laughs> can you just give me like the band is on the field? That's a good one. Shh. Oh, is that on there? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> All right. Um. I don't even know what sport this is from. Uh, I know. I know, but it was, it was top 10. It was top 10. Was it football? No. I don't know. It was golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never would have guessed that. Tigers chipping at the 2005 Masters, called by mm. Vern Lundquist. The one where the ball hung on the lip for like 10 seconds and it fell on. And a Nike sign posed? Yep, exactly. Rigged. <laughs> All right, well, apparently you and I have very similar mindsets, our thinking processes. <laughs> they get it to Rodgers. They get it back now to the 30. They're at down to the 20. Oh, and the band is on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was obviously football. Uh, I, don't, I have no idea who said it, though. Do you know who played in that game, though? For some reason, I want to say Michigan. <laughs> no I I don't remember I just remember seeing the highlight and a two-bit player getting trucked over I think <laughs> yes uh, I'm gonna give you a point that's a that's a um, mercy point I guess <laughs> that was that was the play and it was Stanford versus Cal okay yeah I couldn't picture the colors at all of the schools the guy that commentated or announced it was Joe St Darkie. Why would I know that? I don't know. That was that's a tough one. There's like Fern Lundquist is a big name. Yeah, know? sure. I got some. I got some really big names coming up here. And Vin Scully too. I gave you Vin Scully, Al Michaels. Come on, man. I got Al Michaels. I know. So I'm saying, like, I'm giving you big names. Like, there's gonna be a couple that you probably never heard of, but for the most part, I'm giving you big names. All right, here we go. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Ooh, obviously football. Yep. But this one I can kind of picture, I think. Yeah. You're not going to get the name of the guy. I'm <laughs> pretty confident with that. Is it like before the 90s? No. Is it before the 2010s? Yes. <laughs> Is it in the 2000s? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Hmm. Was it a playoff game? Yeah. It was NFL, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah! I don't just know. Think, just think of miracles, man. Miracles in the NFL. How many really have there been? A lot. No, not really. No flags on the field. Um... I mean, I think both Giants runs had miracles. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Music City miracle between the Titans and Bills. 
The announcer I, was Mike Keith. I don't remember that at all. He's like, there's <laughs> no flags on the field. Oh, was that on a kick return or like some razzle-dazzle at the end? I don't know if it was a kick return or just like a normal play, but yeah, there was like a lateral and the guy housed it from 75. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, here we go. There's a pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! Uh, just because of the name, I'm going to say Duke Basketball. Yes. It was Christian whatever, Leitner. Yes. But who said it? I don't know. <laughs> was it on CBS? Yes. Who was on CBS? It was, Duke, uh, it was Duke versus Kentucky uh, in 1993. Was it a nationally televised game? Uh, yeah. Final four. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. You've had this announcer already in the game. Oh, was it Bob Costas again? Oh, you never guessed Bob Costas. Damn yeah. it, why was I thinking You're Bob up. Costas? <laughs> <laughs> it's Fern Lundquist. Oh, yeah, never would have got that again. He, he had the tiger call. All right, here we go. I don't even know who that guy is. I All hope right, he's doing go. well. This is baseball. And probably about one of your favorite teams. <laughs> I'm not going to know the announcer. We'll see you tomorrow night. Yep, I knew that was coming. That was uh, <laughs> Twins World Series Game Six. Yep, coming back for Game Seven tomorrow night. Who called oh, it? I don't remember who it was. It was on Fox, I believe. World um, Series. I suppose yeah, it was World Series. Was it Joe Buck's dad? Yeah, it was Jack Buck. Jack Buck. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, here we go. Good job, sir. Thanks. Like, lead a stray dog to water there. Um, <laughs> all right. Montana, looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. Clark caught it. Dwight Clark. It's a madhouse at Candlestick. Well, that was uh, Joe Montana and the 49ers. Yes, it was the catch in the back of the end zone. Yep, but I don't know who said it. Once again, a guy that we already had. Bob Costas. <laughs> no, it was Vince Scully. All right. Can you imagine that he called that game? I don't know who that is. So yes, Vince Scully, the longtime uh, Dodgers play-by-play uh, -play guy. Sure. Yeah, he just retired like a year or two ago. You don't know who Vince Scully is? I don't Gosh, know man. announcers. I don't have a reason to really know them. All right, last one now. Here we go. Well, let's see what you're at. You're at two, four, six, eight. You need to get this completely right in order to get 50. Oh, boy. Ortiz into right field. Back is Sheffield. We'll see you later tonight. <laughs> Woo! Well, later tonight. So it's obviously a doubleheader. Or no, or was it early in the morning probably? Was it ding, like ding. a 17-inning game or something? Uh, it's a little long one. I know that. Or a rain delay in the next innings. Yes. Boston Red Sox against probably the Yankees. Ding, ding. You know the year? 2004, five, six. Four, four. The first time they won this, uh, the World Series, ALCS. Who said it? Should be pretty obvious. 
pretty much the only guy that calls big baseball games. Yeah, was Joe Buck. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was a good job. Ding ding. You got ten out of twenty. Where's the hype for that? Come on. Oh yeah. Good job. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Thanks. All right, there you go. Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> that was a reference to his dad's call. I was going to give you those back-to-back, but since you got Jack Buck so easy, I didn't want to give it to you two in a row. Uh, Jack Buck said, we'll see you tomorrow night when Kirby Puckett uh, won the game for the Twins in game six to bring him to game seven. And then uh, Joe, what would be probably 13 years later, I believe, uh, he made the call saying it was in the wee hours in the morning. So like, oh, we're going to be playing another baseball game today, basically. Earlier in the broadcast, I think he said something like that. And then Ortiz hit the homer to right field, and he said, we'll see you later tonight, (laughs) coming back for game seven. After being down 3-0, I believe is what it was. What, right? It was either a 3-1 comeback or a 3-0 comeback. Uh, 3-0, I believe. I think it was 3-0, yeah. And I think they they sweep the World Series then? Yeah, then they just wrote it out. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so that was pretty fun. I don't know. I I'm like really a geek when it comes to that stuff. Like I I was nailing this when I when I did a list like this. I had my wife like just read me like the top fifty all time, and I was just like, oh yeah, that's Vin Scully. Oh, that's Jack Buck. Oh, that's Joe Buck. Oh, this is Vern Lundquist. I know that. Oh, that's Al Michaels. That's Bob Costas. Like <laughs> I was just ripping them off left and right, and she's like, how do you know all this stuff? I'm like, I guess I'm just a sports nerd. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So I thought it'd be fun. That was yeah, uh, that was creative. Yeah, it was something different than we do with name games all the time. So I was just yes. like, let's try this on a Friday. Uh, you did better than I thought you would because I knew I had some hard ones. I obviously threw yeah. some lobsters to you. Yes. I thought I threw a couple lobsters that you didn't even get. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't know many – unless it's like a national televised game that I would be watching, I would not know. Who but I thought answers. you would at least get the reference of like where it was from. I didn't need mm-hmm. to necessarily know who said it all the time. Plus, I was trying to give you some of the best or, like, most common or most popular announcers of all time, like Jack Buck, Joe Buck, Vin Scully, you know. (laughs) I'm very surprised you know who Vin Scully was. Yep, I can't picture him. So, uh, all right, with that, Friday edition Fish and Chip Pod. We're coming back at you next week on Tuesday, 10 a.m. New time, new day of the week. Not new time. Same time, new day of the week. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod. we're also on Spotify and Anchor. Listen to us, hear us on there. And uh, we're going to start something new, I think, now that we've moved to a new day, new time. Yes. New, new day, same time. Instead we're changing saying, everything. Now I'm going to be – my name is going to be Chance. Charles Dickinson. Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So I always say – I always end the podcast by saying, say sweet America. We're now going to say in the – global pandemic that we are in stay sweet earth Ooh, stay sweet universe <laughs> yes yes stay sweet stay sweet